Have you ever heard those rumors that says that architects' fees are high, architects charge too much, and that as simple folk or as people in society, we are not or cannot be able to afford their services? Well, I'd like to tell you that I think most architects charge below their pay grade or charge below what they are worth and especially especially in Ghana um, I think they, they do not charge what what they would like to be paid for um, so I would like to talk about why I think why you think architecture fees are high and also and also possibly talk about factors that you that I would like you to consider that affects architecture fees. You know, those factors that are put in place that makes the fee seem so high when in actual fact they are appropriate for the services that and the creativity that is applied to building design. This is the paradigm shift to bring a change to the thinking of architecture. I am Zimu. This is Architectural Revolution. Okay, so to begin, to begin why you think architecture fees are high, I think this comes or this thought comes in because of the advent of technology and Silicon Valley startups. You know, it's, technology has been able to help us to draw much quickly than we used to before. We're always using the drawing board and the pencil and pens and various tools, rapidographs and, you know, a, a whole lot of stuff to be able to you know, draw things that are required to put up a building that will be used in construction. Now with Silicon Valley and with the rise in technology, the computer age, the internet um, industrialization, the fourth industrial revolution, uh, buildings can now be drawn, you know, on, on computers. And some people, I know there are some people who think is just drawn with a click of a button or two buttons and then you have your building ready to go ready to go to the district assembly ready to get your permit and then on we move to the construction site but it's doesn't it doesn't work out that way um having having a computer that help us yes it helps architectural designers it helps architects to draw much quickly than before, but it's, it still involves uh, a thinking process. It's, it's, a, it's a creative endeavor. And like all creative enterprises, the job, it requires thinking, planning, designing, bringing out, trying to bring out the best in each and every single project. You know, but in sometimes in our settings, thinking is not, it's not really appreciated. It's not appreciated. 
and i know now it's things are changing the creative arts the creative industry is coming up people are doing stuff i mean a few weeks or i, I don't know maybe by the time you'll be listening to it, it would be months ago there was a an award show at appreciate which which uh, which brought to life the the creative endeavors of of various creatives brand identity designers and 2d animators 3d animators motion graphics all and all the works you see it's it's not only about just sitting behind a computer and just drawing yes it that helps us to do our job quickly for you but it's not part of the job the job mostly involves thinking putting things down on paper now you may go to somebody let's say you go to a brand identity designer and he will tell you this cost about this much let's say five thousand to to do to do a um to do your your company's or your enterprise's identity not just a logo you are not paying for his thought process now you are paying for his experience everything that he's been able to learn from mentors from books from now the internet youtube Twitter, whatever, wherever, whatever and wherever he gets his information from, that experience, that design, that design thinking that he's been able to gather, that's what you pay for. That's what makes it 5,000 Ghana cities. What that makes it $5,000, 20,000 Ghana cities. It depending on whoever or whichever designer or creative you go to, you see. And sometimes I, it, it, it's come to mind that people think architecture fees are high due to um other building professionals i know there are some there are some building professionals who charge um low amounts as in amounts with two zeros at the end or three zeros at the end you know three figures four figures at the most that's what like six thousand four thousand there are stories of people charging that's that's all fine but it doesn't mean that everybody charges that amount actually most people do not charge most people go five figures six or even seven if the project is, is worth it if the project is something that contributes to society contributes to uh, the experience of the designer and most of all contributes to the 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 clients it contributes to you as a whole it brings into fruition whatever you desire that you want it to come to fees would always be high no matter what but yes fees would also there will always be low fees somewhere you can always find somebody who will charge low but it doesn't mean everybody charges the same it it, it, it doesn't mean that everybody there's a baseline price and everybody chooses to go uh, would go below it so you might go to somebody who would say, I'm taking 30K for this design. But you'd also have to find out what's, what does this 30K involve? Architectural drawings, that sometimes involves structural drawings. Not only the schematic design, but also the, the working drawings. It can involve permitting, helping you gain your permits, helping you gain your... Your permits from the from district assembly that's what i mean also your permits from you know the ep the environmental Prote protection agency to be able to commence 
your project. You see, licensed, licensed professionals, and for that matter, those who know what they are worth or what the worth of a project is, charge according to deliverables and outcomes and outcomes that will come out of a project. You know, example, architectural draftsmen, building contractors, or even, and even some architects can charge lower, but that should never be an indicator that that is the architect's fee on the market, or that is the baseline, baseline architecture fee on the market. Now, most of the times when an architect costs, sorry, I'll take that again. Most of the times when an architect quotes his fee structure for the services he would provide for you in Ghana or in anywhere, the US, the UK, Germany, it doesn't, it is usually at a reduced price. Okay, no, so it's usually at a reduced price. Sometimes, mostly that, that happens in Ghana. You see, because we've come to know that people do not want to charge, hey, sorry, people do not want to pay for as do not want to pay for the appropriate um, fees for the service provider. So most, I think, most architects, architectural designers have come to reduce their prices for you to go to eat, to go to feed their families and uh, to go to survive in this country. I mean, we are all suffering, but it doesn't mean somebody should forego their health and their livelihood to be able to please you. And if they were to change according to what they know and if they were to charge according to what they know and have been taught to do so, there would, there would definitely be an outrage, you know, or an outcry from you, the clients, and especially those of you, and mostly people in the middle and lower income status. Yeah, it can be hard to be able to pay for such fees, but one thing you must know if if the the creative architect is is charging below his pay grade for is charging below his pay grade for um for the market that he already knows doesn't want to pay for the required ones and you still want to reduce the price i mean what does that say well it's it, i can mostly contribute that to we not being able to communicate that this is what it is this is the structure this is what it involves we don't talk about our process we don't talk about what the the job entails and what it can do for you what it can help you how how the how the project can help you how our services you know can be able to do so much more than just um putting pen and or ink on paper and just submitting it for for uh, project realization you know if I mean, I, let me give an example. An actor's fee can sometimes be calculated approximately 10% of the estimated construction cost. And now, if that were to be so, let's say around 250,000 Ghana CDs, so that, would, that can simply amount to about a two bedroom house. Normally, that's what middle income people or low income families would go for. Um, the total fees. So, using that ten percent, those fees would be, you know, twenty-five thousand, which most I understand most people wouldn't pay for, couldn't pay for, and they definitely would choose not to go for. And 
for that some reduce their service the service charge to about seventeen thousand for those who still know their worth and do not want to go way below what is required of them but others could go below ten thousand ghana cities i mean it's practically daylight robbery of the mind and ideas that have been taught and nurtured for years in school and um, uh, in training and their mentors and everything actors i think actors deserve more they deserve more especially in this country deserve more than what they get and what they also ask for now if an actor asks for low for low amounts of money i mean that's that's his decision so you can always choose to go that route but i'm just i just want to say that it's it's not always the case that architects you know have such low fees okay so moving on we'll um i'm going to talk about the factors to consider that affect architectural fees you know i won't say some of the things that we put in place some of the things we think about that go into the architectural fees so that you just get a fair understanding of why our fees may be high why some people's fees are high and you know um stuff like that i, I don't know so yeah first first off doing architecture comes or practicing architecture is is a risk as risk in building as risk in designing it's most most designs are concepts they start from concepts their ideas ideas that we put on paper ideas that move to become actual building blocks they they consist of using mortar um, bricks uh, roofing sheets everything they are designs that are seen everywhere designs that are never seen before they it's the job is mostly taking risk on ideas that have never been done on ground so in doing it and with the years of training public safety always comes first it comes first in design by providing a safe and healthy environment you know via if you have story buildings large skyscrapers or even five story six story buildings mid-rise buildings it, you have to think about fire exits. You have to think about structural integrity of the building, barrier-free access, which is mostly um, designing for um, people with disabilities (PWDs). Ha having a building that can provide them with access into the building on any floor from any level. In Ghana, we mostly raise our buildings about 450 millimeters of the ground. If, let's say, your house is not that much, think about it's not above the ground to that height or or higher think about the perennial floods that occur in accra alone and now even is worsening in kumasi that height helps you know you to, it helps to keep your things safe to keep your family safe your belongings so that the water that's not it's not able to enter you know the, the dwelling the, the structure Okay, and then proper air quality. This all factors into public safety. It's, it's, it starts from the design stage. 
these are some of the things that first must come when when designing and it's put in place in the architectural fees now one thing i know some people are, are aware of moving on to the second factor it's the the training the regular training that um, aspiring architects go to go through to be able to finish um, or become architects to be called architects for some and let me let me use the, the, in the context of Ghana, it takes four years of um, of a bachelor's degree in tech, and then two years of masters. Now for Central University, um, it's it's five years architecture for a bachelor's of for a bachelor of architecture, which is a professional degree. For tech, after your additional two years, that is the professional. As a professional architecture degree, so that makes six, and then for central, that makes five. Now, with those years, you need additional years, you know, for professional practice and mentorship under a supervisor or mentor. It's, it, it's all forms part of our training. It's continuous. In, it forms part of our training under, you know, the Ghana Institute of Architects, GIA, and also the Architects Registration Council, ARC. Um, before partaking in an, in an intensive registration exam. So all that training is not left just at a school and then you become an architect. It involves a, a whole lot more. Making sure that you are always on the right step. And the GIA and ARC make sure that the people are qualified to be able to call themselves architects. As I said um, previously, uh, the brand identity designer doesn't do something out of um, the, uh, his his knowledge now, but out of the experience and knowledge he's gathered since the beginning, since the beginning when he decided to, you know, go into that field. So the experience counts as part of it. The, you wouldn't want somebody who is fresh, who is just starting out in the degree or... Uh, to be able to give you your, you know, you know your design, your building, do something for you. That, so the training, uh, the experience, we factor that into the architectural fees. But you know, sometimes it's it's taken out because it's 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 not that's not what it's all out to be. You see, the, the, it's part, but it's not everything. And then professional liability, the third factor, professional liability, buildings. Are complicated and could fail at any moment in time. Yeah, that's true. It could fail. I mean, recent. I think was it a few months ago or weeks ago, um, a building in Florida just collapsed to the ground, sank due to one. They were they, they were hardly I think they were hardly maintaining the building, and then you know Florida is it's, it's a, has a coastline, so the sea, the sand, everything just goes down how you can check it out i'm sure it's on you know bbc and cnn um the the news and what what really went on so the professional it takes great skill knowledge and due diligence to ensure that this it doesn't happen with the design and during construction or even after sometimes a building might be standing after you finished construction the construction stage is complete people are using it but that 
there's still the liability that it might still fail because there is something that didn't work out in the design something something worked out in the design but during construction wasn't taken care of properly the details were not looked at so there's liability on us in designing and it's a factor in charging you cause if something was to fail and we were proven to be liable for it you would definitely sue us and we can lose everything <laughs> we can lose everything that means losing our livelihood the food we eat the bed we sleep in and all that okay and then the one other thing that we that architects factor in architectural designers factor in is the complicated building codes every single country has its building codes its building codes and regulations thankfully a few years ago ghana has been able to come up with this building code something that designers planners so architects um planners that settlement planners development planners engineers everybody involved in the construction industry can be able to follow and know the rules to which we will build good and strong buildings buildings that would last a lifetime not just 10 years not just 20 years could be hundreds like the Empire State Building, I don't, I don't know the exact age of it, but it should be about 100 years or, or even 70 or more, more than 100 years. Okay, all projects require adhering to a country's building, building codes. For the UK, they follow it like a Bible. Before somebody, an architect or an assistant architect is employed, he has to be able to know the regulations, the building codes of his country. Same as anywhere, they, if they are to employ from outside, the country, from outside their country. Some people are not familiar or do not know that the, the, the code, the, uh, the Ghana building code exists. And it's the actor's job to be able to interpret it and meet all requirements. So if you are contracting the service of an architect, um, it's, I wouldn't say it's your duty to make sure that He's familiar with the Ghana building code or knows that the, the, the building code exists. But you can, you know, you can, you can also check. All architects are supposed to be aware of this. They are supposed to have it on their table, on their desks. They are supposed to know it from cover to cover. And knowing those codes is not something that you would have the time to go through and then make sure that your project is meeting the satisfaction and the rules of the country. I know sometimes we might find it hard, it's sometimes hard to adhere to certain rules and laws that we put up in this country, but knowing those codes is one of the jobs of the architects. And we factor that in because we make sure that we follow it. And knowing it off head, you don't have to also know it off head. But knowing it and applying it in the design and during the construction stage is important and must be factored in and is factored in into architectural fees. Now, 
for the next one, I'll say um, the next factor that is fact is 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 put in place is, is thought of. Sorry, is thought of is team leadership. The architect works on the behalf of a client. He works with the client, not for the client. Works with the client during the design stage. Understands what they want to achieve. Then during the construction stage again they work with the client and represent him or her during their their build the house the apartment building the condominiums you know the the office buildings they so in the, in team leadership they are able to, they are supposed to coordinate a team of engineers and consultants for the client now these consultants include Engineers include structural engineer, mechanical engineer, electrical engineer, geotechnical engineers, civil engineer, landscape architects, and for houses, kitchen consultants, and kitchen consultants for you know houses. But also there are also fire engineers to make sure your building is safe and would be protected during fire. You know use use of sprinklers or positioning of um, fire extinguishers in certain locations in your building acoustic consultants acoustic consultants sometimes we we can tend to forgo the use of an acoustic consultant but sound plays an important role an important role in our building we wouldn't want a space that's where we are sitting in and then we can hear noises from three meters away or five meters away we want a sound place that keeps the quiet and we're able to do things in peace a cost consultant is also important you know in your in your in the budgeting and progress management of your project the interior design of your project in team leadership the architect heads all these consultants guides them in the name of the client this is also part of the fee structure now there are some cases where architects are not architects who designed for a client will, will or may not be used during the construction stage and acts as a consultant. Now we have project managers, project managers who um, who do such things. There's nothing wrong with it, but if a project manager is not involved, was not involved in the design of the building, he might have an understanding from one point to another, but not from the very beginning, understanding all and everything the architect, the, uh, the architect thought of and desired to, you know, to put up for the client. He can only manage as to the knowledge he's aware of. In and during the, in and during the construction stage. So team leadership, leading all consultants is, is part of the future now um maybe for some time later i may talk about um certain fee structures that the architects may charge for their services um, when it comes to schematic design and permitting and all those things that that, that may come at a later date all right and so i think we are on the last the last factor the last factor will be multifaceted design. Now, multifaceted design, I'll say, it involves looking at 
space planning, the spatial arrangement and spatial requirements of each room. This is the bedroom. What are, what are the requirements for it? How do you plan the positioning of the bed, the wardrobe, the bathroom? Is it connected to a single bedroom? Is it unsweet? Is it separated to be used um, for the public or private? Staircases, the orientation of a site, landscaping, equipment, drainage, drainage of a site. Now this one is very important for me and I think it should be important for everybody because of the floods that we that keep happening. Some people purchase houses, not their fault, definitely not their fault, may not be aware of it that their house or their building is located on on a, on a on slopey grounds on a hill and they and and, may, and the house is located um, is located on the waterway is blocking the waterway and they and uh, you know drainage systems have not been provided gutters culverts not been provided to you know collect that water and then send them to a different location and when that happens the water just you know stops on their walls, climbs up, it just percolates and then climbs up and then enters the building, it just rises, seeps through any available hole like a mouse and just, you know, floods the whole place and it just does damage to everything. It's one important thing when it comes to multifaceted design. When we talk, and then we can also talk about materials, materials we use for our buildings talk about color in the finishing of the building the product the finished product ventilation how would air enter your building you can choose to not do windows because now we have or we've always had air conditioning for some time now for some years now i know now people choose to do small small windows and you know slap an ac outside on the wall just hook it to the wall it's a split unit, so you have one inside too, and there you go. You are ventilating your space. Yeah, it's, it's all it's all good. Cold there, we are all chilling, like freezes. But you think about ventilation, think about uh, structural systems, how the building will stand, the budgets, occupant loot. How many people would be using the building? Uh, would a structural system be able to cater for every single? Weight has it has it been accounted for in the calculations and all that? You know all these that I've mentioned. It, we have to all these I've mentioned. It's all part of multifaceted design and ensuring that they all work together. One cannot work without the other. If something goes wrong in one, there's surely something wrong with the rest of them or majority of them. Could be 80 percent could be 50 percent so everything has to work accordingly and has to work well this i would say is one of the big things or one of the major factors that that is in play when it comes to the when it comes to affecting architectural fees because it's a lot and one man can't do it all he needs the help of a lot of people a lot of junior designers, engineers, and all that. But putting it all together, 
that is the job of the architect that is the job of the architectural designer to make sure that they all work together right so um for the fact that i just want to say that uh i i saw the research i picked it from a parker seminoff architects i'll leave the link in the show notes so you can check it out there are some more stuff out there um factors that affect you know factors to consider that affect architectural fees if you want to know more and understand why actors charge so much not so much but why actors architecture fees are high in 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 your minds all right so thank you for coming today and i'll see you next time